Dialogue Options Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and as always, I am joined by my good friend and co-host, John McDonald. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. You're doing good? You're doing, doing well? Doing, uh, hanging in there. Can't complain. <laughs> getting yeah. getting through that, that lovely Victorian winter. Oh, yeah, it's great. Just hanging in there. <laughs> yeah, my office is freezing at the moment. It's all right. It's all good. <laughs> I did okay. leave the comfort and warmth of, of my lounge room to come in here to do this. So, uh, oh yeah, well, sacrifices were made, but it's worth it, right? It's a, it's worth it to do a fun show with you. Yeah, exactly. That's it. You know, no, no complaints here in terms of that. But, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a little frosty. I'm not gonna lie. Bit nippy. Bit, bit nippy. Little frosty. But yeah, we're getting there. We, we get. You got to enjoy some some pri- some primo winter weather yesterday when you were back in town in Bendigo. My God. <laughs> it was fucking horrible. Like it was, it was lovely seeing family and friends and yourself as well. Like it's it's great, you know. Um yes, I do keep you in a separate echelon of friends. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You're 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 your own separate category. It's great. <laughs> um but yeah, it was like, oh man, this is fucking cold. Like I'm, like it worked really well for me because it was my uh, it was my my the start of my weekend. So I was like, oh well, guess I'll stay inside. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> since outside know. is actively being like, don't you dare come out here. You stay in there. You put a blanket on and you play some video games. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess my hands are tied. I guess I'll do it. I guess I'll I do was, it. I was like, you know, oh, I guess I should go see my family. We are back in Bendigo. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't agree. I don't regret it. It was great. It was great catching up with some. No, people. absolutely. Well, it was definitely good catching up as well. But yeah, good lord, just yeah. Saw some saw some other friends I haven't seen for a while, which was which nice. was lovely. And yeah, it was it was good. It was a good time. So Product, productive weekend. It was yeah. In in the grand scheme of things, it's been it's been a, a run of like hectic weekends recently. So, um, yeah, it was. Nice. It's the middle of a year that that does that though. It just. Uh, just yeah, you know, I got you know, we had Griffin's birthday and new movies coming out and stuff to watch that's been really good. So yeah, it's been fun. But you know, we're here now. It's we're here. We're, we're here. here. Uh, look, Joel, you did, you brought up stuff to watch. So I guess it's time for our tradition at this point. Before we get into the actual meat and bones of the show, is there anything you want to talk about that isn't a video game? Or I mean, video game adjacent <laughs> you want to bring up this is you this is your opportunity i mean Ms. several marvel, things have like come and yeah. gone since <laughs> we yeah. last recorded miss marvel was fucking great and like without going too much into it there's some pretty big revelations and things that have been introduced now that are very exciting for the mcu and it definitely Miss Marvel had its moments of being you'll be watching it and be like oh they just had to marvel it didn't they but oh, i in, yeah Come the ending, I was still happy with it and, yeah, actively, like, sat forward in that last episode. I was like, oh, yeah. Hello. What, what's this? You've, you you've have, done you that. You have my attention. You've done that. I'm excited. So we'll see how that ha- what happens with that. But um, that was great. The Boys Season 3 wrapped up and it was fucking just so depressing but so good. Like, see, that's, I, I haven't watched any of The Boys yet and I... I keep wanting to, and then I keep. I'm like, I'm more. The world's already such a dark, stressful place, and I keep it's, putting it off because I'm just like, I don't know. I I feel like I open Twitter, and I'm just like, I just sigh. I'm like, oh, 
Do I want a TV show to do that to me? I want to watch it. I'm not saying that I'm not going to watch it, but I'm just like, I want to make sure mentally I'm in a good headspace to at least be ready for the pegs that'll like knock me down a couple of inevitably. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's, man, I, I don't know. It, it, I, it, this season's been one of like the best seasons of television that I've ever seen, but also it is, I completely 100% understand that it's not for everyone. And that like, I, I, I find it hard to recommend this show to some people. Sometimes it has to be the right person where I'm like, Oh, you should, I know what you like and I know what you're, you're comfortable with in a way. And so I can recommend this show to you, but man, if you want, if you want to see something like that, if you're the type of person that's, and I'm not this person because I still love Marvel (laughs) and things like that. But like, if you're the type of person that's like, man, I'm sick of, fucking this superheroes being so good and all this sort of stuff that uh, man have i got a show for you the boys is the antithesis to just <laughs> like like as long as you also pre- you you prep them by being like but you will see some shockingly close parallels to the real world that will depress you like they yeah. will bum you out so much yeah yep yeah. and it does not stop with season three but man i bet it, fuck, I, yeah, oh. I bet it doesn't like i I keep forgetting that we've only, I, this is only the third season. Like the first two seasons, the way I think about them, they feel like so much more. Because yep. I think every episode, I'm just like, oh, that was, that was, just, that was something. Like I come out the other end being like, I'm overall happy I watched it, but also that's, that's left a mark. <laughs> There's, it, it gets fucking dark and it's, it doesn't, it doesn't get out of it anytime soon. And, yeah, I don't know this, but like, I mean, the performances in it are fucking phenomenal. Like Jack Quaid as Huey is just brilliant. Carl Urban is shouldn't be as good, nah, nah as he fuck, is. Nah, fuck that. Carl Urban's the best. He's always been the best. No, no, but I mean, like, with that fucking accent that he's doing, oh, okay. it's just like it is like a parody accent. But man, it's just nah. ugh. anytime I cannot. I cannot read the word diabolical without reading it in his, in, as, as yeah, him. Like as, every time I see it, it's, I just hear his read of that word. Anytime I, anytime I think of like saying like, oi. Or, bo- or bollocks. Yeah. Bollocks and, and oi. Just like. <laughs> just um, usually into my memory as the usually, default version. Oi is usually followed by like, you know, a hard C-bomb as well, yeah, exactly. which is also very good. From, se- um, from the seasons I've seen, that's generally pretty accurate, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the boys have been great, and I uh, really enjoyed that. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm going to say it, Thor Love and Thunder fucking kicked ass, and I loved it, and it was great, and I had so much fun with it, and yep, that's it. Like, it's it's it was so much fun. I There was literally a joke that made... Uh, myself and the people I went and saw it with, the friends I went and saw it with, laugh for t- like no joke two minutes after it. Like we were still giggling at one specific joke that happened in it that came back as well as and it's not the one you're thinking of. I think as well, it's um, it's not the animal one. It's the other one. But um, I never want. I've been trying to know what you mean. The and- animal one. Was is like the lowest form of humor, but it got me it's every time. So fucking, stupid. And, and I'm not too proud to admit it. Nah, absolutely <laughs> not. Like it's so funny, and then the culmination of that too. What, what happens? Yes, 
it's just so the, fucking the last funny. one yeah the last one is so funny for it. yeah look again obviously we're not going to spoil it but um no. it's definitely been interestingly divisive i liked it i think it like if i had to if you were like current say something bad about love and thunder it's probably a, a somewhat unpopular opinion because and even for myself like normally these days like man when i saw multiverse of madness's runtime i was like excellent and when i saw love and thunders i was like oh cool it's like a, it's a brisk little movie mm-hmm. i came out the other end i'm like i could have another half an hour of that and be happy yep just to to yep. flesh out some stuff but i was just like i want more of this but um, well i mean i, I was there's... overall happy there's the interview with Taika Waititi and for, for uh, I think some magazine that was like, they basically, the original cut was four hours and they cut two hours worth of stuff out of that movie. Like you said it's entire, not either. <laughs> I know, right? Like that's the thing. I'm like, this is where I'm like, I've missed director's cuts and Blu-rays and things like that. But like, that's the thing. We, we live in the digital age now. It doesn't matter. They could just put it up if they wanted they to. They could. Like, do it, just, it. it really is. It sounds like it could have been two movies. Give Again, the, it's, for things I want from a, this being is two movies, I don't want to spoil anything, but there is a mm. character. I'm like, you could nearly do a full movie of that character and then weave it into the, whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I liked it. I had fun we, with it. I think we will get an, another movie with said character. I, I had think we fun will. with Love and Thunder. But yeah. Yes. It's, been, uh, it's fucking it. great. Yes. I just, I, and the more, every time I think about it, it just brings a stupid, big, goofy smile to my face. Also, if you like if you like Guns N' Roses, then you're fucking in for a big treat. Like, but if you don't, like, it might be a bit rough for you then. Yeah, like I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I, I get it, and a lot of people stop talking about like Phase Four, and people are I mean, like, it's, oh, it's not this and not this, and it is, and I like I, I like I get it, but also the way that I'm looking at this, and I think this is what Tim Gettys from Kind of Funny described it as. It's like we're we're back at square one again with with the MCU in terms of like building the next universe, the, the next I mean, big bad sort of thing. We we are back at, at step one, but it's, I think the reason why, I mean, personally for me, I don't really care. Like I'm enjoying each movie as a movie and I'm, and people are like, what about the, the overarching threat? I'm like, Oh yeah. I mean, we'll get there. We've got like two or three different ones we can pull. The only movie that again, every new Marvel movie that comes out becomes more problematic is the Eternals. Apart from that, I've really, really had yeah. fun with this phase. And yeah. even the Eternals, I enjoyed enough of the cinemas. It's just parts at the ending of that are a bit more ridiculous as we move forward. Yeah. Uh, but I'm just enjoying it movie by movie. I'm not, I'm not too stressed. The Marvel, I think the big problem, and I mean, this, this can go for the quality. We can, we, we're not going to, this is not, this is not hunting season. This is not a TV show podcast, but, <laughs> The uh, the Marvel TV shows might be the last straw for some people. It is a lot of extra content to to you know consume, which is why I think we've got the, like there's those early rumors for the next Captain Captain America movie, talking about Sam Wilson taking the mantle of Captain America. Even though we saw the TV show, it's like I think Marvel might be like, yeah, but people may not have watched it, so yeah, we better like, reestablish yeah. it just in case. Because again, like this phase is now longer than the first three phases combined so yeah and like i get that and like, yeah the, the tv shows have like i've I, I like i've enjoyed all of them um in some way shape or form yeah there you go there you go <laughs> uh, like but, but i have like there's been moments in some of them that i was just like this is fucking great but um some and of them are, you're just like could have been a movie could have been like a straight yeah. to Disney plus movie <laughs> and there are some but, but it's interesting you say about like this being the last straw for some people like 
that's almost like me with Star Wars. I still love Star Wars, but like, man, I skipped, I skipped two whole episodes of Boba Fett and I didn't miss anything. Like it's, I think, I feel like the problem and the difference in that particular area is like, I, I have, cause I'm kind of the same, right. But I have believe that Feige has a through line Whereas Star Wars. Mm. I'm like, you guys are just like throwing things it. and seeing what sticks. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. like I said, this isn't a TV show podcast, Joel. So it isn't, it isn't. So I, we're not here pop- to critique television or movies. <laughs> I should probably stop derailing meant to us. Be banter, Joel. It was meant to be five banter. Five seconds into the fucking show. Yeah. Sorry. I also saw the dinosaur movie and it was okay, I guess. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure if I talked go. about that last time, but. I'm not sure. Yeah. I, yeah. It's my wife a, saw it too. Two she, weeks. Oh, I really enjoyed okay. it. She said it was really good. She went on a solo movie date and saw it. And she's like, I have fun. I, really, I loved it. And I'm like, I really like Sam Neill and Laura Dern. So that's all I needed. And Jeff Goldblum, of course. <clears throat> you, got, yeah. you put those three in a movie, I'll go and see it. I'll go see Fuck it. Fuck yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Slide, um, uh, before we move on, before we move on, one more right. thing. I found, because obviously I don't, who like who buys Blu-rays anymore and all this stuff? Me. I'm actually going to buy one early, like later this week, probably. I'm going to buy everything everywhere all at once because it comes out. So. I didn't. I didn't know. Obviously, obviously, I knew about the um the Team Four stuff, right? Yeah. That they shot about with Civil War and all that. I didn't yep. know there was like a third one with, with like his roommate rooming with the Grand Master. I hadn't seen that until this week. Oh, it's on really? Plus. Yeah. Yeah. It's I was great. like, I'll, yeah. I'll take a little bit of Jeff Goblin. Yeah, it's awesome. Serve, serve it up. It, it's so good. And I hadn't fact- seen it until this week, and I was just like, oh man, I just love Jeff Goblin. The fun fact that I like to throw out here about about Daryl. Thor's housemate is um he's the executive producer of Bluey and from uh, at Ludo Studios. It's Daley Pearson. <laughs> he's fucking awesome. So and that because the other reason I keep bringing it up because it blew my mind when I found that out. I was like, this made it even better. Like it's already so good, and I'm like, well, you're responsible for you have some part in one of my favorite. Oh, I'll say it, one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I think it's fantastic. So. Anyway. Okay, I'm forcibly taking us out of this. Please do, please do. And I'm making us go straight into Dope or Nope. Dope or Nope. So Dope or Nope, of course, is our news game where we just get a list of stories and we run through them and maybe we talk about them, maybe we don't, who knows. Uh, I, I honestly expected the industry to go kind of hush hush after we've just exited like you know summer game fest and all this stuff but it's been a surprisingly busy couple of weeks so i i I sort of i plucked out a bunch of ones that are interesting there's one big story that we'll probably talk about in a in the bonus round later after this um i don't know how long we'll talk about any of these for though but uh it's been some good news so joel i'm just gonna start off and i just want to start with two simple things and we'll we'll go through both of them uh, we've got a couple of release dates. Mm-hmm. Both of them long-awaited. Mm-hmm. Um, first up, we got God of War Ragnarok coming out November 8th? 9th. November 9th. I could not dope this anymore. Like, <laughs> I, I would, I'm Jesus. doping this straight into oblivion. Uh, and I I think it's fun to talk about because obviously there was all that shit that went down the week before. And that's yeah. with people just like, harassing developers and sending dick pics and just being absolute garbage trash humans yep and then just for like last week for sony to be like yeah it's coming in november here you go here's a blog post um here's a 30 second cg teaser yeah it's it's all we need to do and the internet just exploded yeah um honestly thank you 
honestly, Thank you, Santa Monica. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, that's all they could do until the game comes out. They don't need to do anything else. That game's gonna yeah. fucking sell. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, like, like it's they don't need to do any promo. They could that if they wanted to, they could do one more big trailer. But they also could get away with not doing that because could, they don't really yeah. need to show something with a little bit of gameplay and the HUD, and then you're like, cool. We're yeah, done. some we're, gameplay would be nice. It would actually be nice. Like, I, like I'm sure there good. was some some gameplay splice into that first one, but it feels like it. I would like to see. I wouldn't mind. So want to see because like so I have been I have restarted God of War original. Not I guess not original. 2018. No, 2018. Yep. 2018. This 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 the other day actually because um I mean I haven't played it since launch and the PS5 well, the pro version which is essentially like you know the PS5 version is available yep. so I've been playing through it and it's really it's still really good it's still uh, really good it's, it's one of those ones game. that I'm like ah oh, this was my second favorite game of the year and I still think back on that I'm like maybe I should have swapped it but it's too late now that's that's um, in. I have I have zero regrets about my choice of making it my game of the year that year because it's fucking incredible. Like but, it's um, oh, so good, it's so good, it's so good. But yeah, I just I want to see how the combat's been updated, and that's really that's all I really want. I don't want to see mm-hmm. anything more story wise. I don't want to see how the how the combat feels. Yeah, I don't I don't need any more story for it. I'm just like fucking. No, no, I'm just, in. Like I'm one hundred percent in, guys. You got me. That's the, I, and I have no Roblox for me playing this game now because I have a PS5. That was the well, one it, thing I was like, it, I wanted. It is on PS4. Of course it is, but I was like, I'm not playing it. I'm not playing it on fucking PS4. And we will be paying <laughs> extra. We'll be paying the extra like 10 odd bucks for the PS5 version. I'll do it. I'll do it. Corey Barlog, take my money. It's fine. <laughs> you can have it. Uh, but yeah, so it was announced this week. Oh, not last week. And it was also, the announcement was followed with um, two expensive editions, which sold mm. out immediately and are now mm-hmm. being resold on eBay for like triple the price. That's a that's a note for me, that one. That is a note. That is yep. absolutely a note, but it mm-hmm. is a fact, unfortunately. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. So like, they come with like little, um, dot, like little carved statue things and mm. the big Mjolnir and... Oh, Really nice packaging and all that, but just too expensive. Too expensive. It's far no. too expensive, and way I, too expensive. Exorbitant un- cost. <laughs> highly unnecessary for me. Like I don't need yeah, it. But absolutely. Would I but want yeah, obviously, it? Yeah. got to well, come on. You know, like I wouldn't mind yes. a replica of the Mjolnir, but I'm not paying that much for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there was the other. There's the other one too that I don't know if you saw the um the it was a giveaway from Xbox. They were giving they had a custom. Oh, I did Xbox see Series <laughs> X that was did like it come with full- the handle though. I'm pretty sure it did. I'm like, because that's okay. fucking cool. Like, I wasn't surely sure. it does. If like, it comes with a handle, that's even better. But if it doesn't, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm well, pretty it's, sure it's attached. It's cool. And I'm like, that's awesome. Like, because otherwise it's like, oh, this looks nice. Just, but... I hope it's a sturdy handle because that would just remind me of uh, everyone's favorite console, the GameCube. With yeah, fucking A. Yeah, gonna... <laughs> Shout out to the GameCube. It's got my fucking Xbox axe. My yeah, Xbox. Over your yeah. shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my God, that's uh, so good. But that wasn't the only game... Um, that we've been waiting for a release date for. I would we have been happy got, with that, but I know, boy. I know. We also got a release date and a beefy new trailer for Bayonetta three, coming out in on October twenty eighth. That's a triple S dope for me. It's, yeah, it's again, once again, unsurprisingly, dope as hell. Uh, so again, really, there's not much to talk about here. Nintendo did also announce a special edition for it that comes with like a. 200-page art book and some some title sheets for the trilogy. It's called the Trinity Masquerade Edition. So you know, there you go, sticking very very bayonetta in name as well. That's not uh, the that's not the best like name for something that has to do with bayonetta three. 
that that came out about this. I don't know if you saw about the is it the the naive angel. Oh, the mode? nudity, the, like the, the yeah, the stripped down stuff. Yeah, yeah. I forget the name of it, but I know what you mean. It's like naive witch or naive angel mode or something, and it's basically like it it tones down Bayonetta just getting her hair kit off <laughs> when Honestly, she's fighting. Honestly, not a terrible idea. It's not a terrible really. idea, but I love the fact that they gave it this like bullshit name as well. Like, I love it so much. It's a good compromise to still have it in there, but also be like, look, obviously if you don't want to have it in there, because of course it yeah. can be, it's, it's, you know, like depending on what, how you're approaching this game, maybe you're, you're not into that sort of stuff. If you're playing this in handheld mode on a fucking train or something like that, you don't want people looking over your shoulder and thinking you're a <laughs> massive creeper perv. Like, no, yeah, yeah. definitely not. It's, uh, oh, yeah, that's fair enough. But yeah, I'm fucking excited for this. I, my, my one downside is I really wish I had bought that Bayonetta 1 2 pack because I really want to play through the first two again. Um, before... Well, Joel, good news for you. They are doing a limited physical release of Bayonetta, 3, Bayonetta 1 yes. on 30th of September. So, because like obviously Bayonetta 2 got a physical Switch release, but not 1. So, yeah, um, okay. I think yep. if you bought 2, it came with it a, came... Um, a code to get the first one cheaper on the eShop. But, That's uh, the one I wanted to get, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, but like now it. there'll be a physical release I, of one. I'm sure I don't even think it was out of print, knowing Nintendo. Yeah, I don't even think it was a um, it comes cheaper. I think it was like a, it was a, a an addition that like it's like Bayonetta two plus Bayonetta one as a download code. I'm pretty sure because I was like, oh man, like that's two really good games. But yeah, I'm not looking at it right now. But, no, that's um, fair. <laughs> um, yeah, I fucking love Bayonetta. It's I'm super stoked for this. this and it's probably going to be the also... last one we get. So. Maybe, maybe. Platinum needs this win. They need this win. Yeah, they do. And that's why I want I want it to be good for them more than anything as well. God, it's coming out like two weeks before God of War as well. Oh, that that sucks. <laughs> that fucking sucks. That's going to be a condensed like fortnight of just feel like playing Blade Bayonetta until your thumbs don't work anymore and then being ready to be um to be Kratos again. Oh boy, yep. that's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. Yeah. And we'll, we'll probably be also still wiped out from PAX three or four weeks earlier so. yes also yeah. very true yes so interesting. but um true. yep so really good news both god of war and bayonet are still coming this year plenty of talk and rumors and whispers that like maybe both would miss but both are hitting which is good yep. news yeah very exciting stuff and i believe i i believe both of those dates will stick i believe god of war will i'm confident if if, if you were like which one could you see slipping with Bayonetta? But I don't think it will. Mm. Like, not with how Nintendo does their releases. Like, they will just narrow it down and narrow it down and narrow it down until it's a date. Yeah. And see, that's, I, that's why I'm confident of it. See, I, I'm, I, I, if I had to pick out of them, I'd probably pick God of War, to be honest. Like, because I'm like, being that late in the year, like, that's like, oh. But even still, I still... Yeah. It's Sony's flagship game, right? It's coming yeah. out in time for the Christmas holiday sales. Yeah, yeah. No, that's 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 why I'm like I believe there. Yeah. But if I had to pick, like, Forspoken got the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking bounced. It's out, not in my dope on Opalist, but yeah, Forspoken just bailed after talking to publishing partners, which I'm like, oh yeah, so Sony, you know, yep. Sony, the yep. guys who have like the console first exclusivity were like, yeah, maybe. Don't come out around God of War. It's like I don't know. Do it. Our do suggestion. It. It's like do it if you want, but fucking <laughs> no. Like, because I'm sure Sony's like, we want your game to sell as well because we have, we do have a stake in it. So yeah, please true. don't come out when God of War is. Come yeah. out early next year. Yeah, um, fucking get out of here. Just bail. But um, yeah. So they're both coming, which is good news for us. Cool. 
uh, let's let's go with a short one. But we we're probably not even going to know it. No, we're not even going to do it. But it's um it's just more of a confirmation. It was a it was a deal that was been in in the works for like since January I think now. But uh, Bungie is now officially a part of PlayStation. I mean, it's pretty cool, but like, it's not much to talk about. Yeah. I mean, you could if you wanted to get like lofty, high expectations or or, or dreams I, and things like that. But like, ah, it's fine. Nah. It's a. I mean, yeah. So that's a note from you. Yeah, it's a note. Yeah, it's a note from me. Just I want to shout out because I love Bungie because I'm recently readdicted to de- to Destiny two. Yeah. Um, but also just like interesting to see. I'm. I just want to know how much Bungie will be offering like tips and advice to. E- all of the, the the multitude of upcoming live service games Sony apparently has coming. Yeah, that's that's so the curious thing. Yeah, see how much yeah. of a hand they're gonna have in that. Yeah, obviously not much to talk about, but um, good to see that. Yeah, I guess it got through, and Sony's still very much like, yeah, no, keep doing your thing with Destiny Two. We're just gonna get your advice on live service stuff, and what a good company to to go to for it, really. Yeah, fucking a, absolutely. Uh. Okay, this is a bit of a bummer. Um, fans <laughs> mourning the death of Red Dead Online. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I I honestly think it's a nope just because... I don't know. I just... I, I think it's like... It's something that I think everyone's sort of known for a while. Just having confirmation now is just like, oh, okay. Yep. That's... Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I guess like I I have no stakes in it, so that's I mean, the other I'm, reason I'm, too. I'm, yeah. I guess I'm to just to briefly discuss it, but um, I am cautious about GTA Six. Is all I'll say. I'm so mm. cautious that, that game is going to be just jam packed with shark card microtransaction garbage. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. will be shocked if GTA Online isn't a bigger thing out the gate. <laughs> I, you would hope that it's still a separate thing. Maybe they've added. Always got to remember take two. Remember I know, take two is involved. I know. But like, if the smart thing is to, to, to have like the new map or whatever, be the new GTA line or, or you can like, it's still both maps. So it's like Los Santos and wherever the next one is. And you can go to See, the airport and fly to the new location or some shit. This isn't even the biggest kicker for me, right? This sucks. And we're going to move on in a second because it wasn't a double dope. But yeah. um, Red Dead never even, like Red Dead 2, never even got a 60 FPS patch on console. Like Fuck they that's... didn't even bother. That that sucks. The, and the that disrespect. and Bloodborne. That and Bloodborne. This one's bigger than Bloodborne in my opinion. <laughs> nah. Bloodborne deserves well, one. Bloodborne, we're never getting a Bloodborne 2. Whereas then we'll probably get another Red Dead down the road. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, who knows? Yeah, true. The more likely scenario is we just get our little GTA 6 campaign and then they just sell GTA Online for the next 10 years. <laughs> Again, I know I know, I know, I know this, but like, if, if it's a smaller scale GTA campaign, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm just feeling, like, I'm feeling cynical about Rockstar. That's, that's totally justified. Between, yeah. between this and like the disaster of the, the GTA like remaster ports. Yeah. And just like, again, just my genuine concern about what they're going to do going forward with shark cards and a new, like knowing what they know now, how they could sell a new GTA online with those microtransactions. And oh boy. Yeah. I sometimes I can, I toy with you. I'm like, what if I went back to GTA online? And then I realized it's like, there would be things that would cost so many millions of like rockstar dollars or whatever GTA money. 
but I just would not be able to have fun. So I just I know won't, and won't even bother. It sucks because we had so much fun we playing did. that game. We when did. We were doing it's just when we did the heists. Like that was some of the best moments I've had playing games with friends. Like it was just so tense and exciting, and yeah, I don't know. It was so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, that last the last one sucked, but the rest of them were really good. <laughs> yeah, so I'd love to do like the casino heist and shit. Like that sounds awesome, but yeah. But alas, yeah. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Sorry, Red Dead. Uh, yeah. I wish. I wish. It's funny that Red Dead I get to bring up because that was what I picked as my game of the year for 2018. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and look yeah. how that's gone. Thanks, Rockstar. You assholes. <laughs> Shout out to Arthur Morgan. Easily one of the best characters in video games. <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Uh, so next up, we've got Nintendo bought um, Dynamo Pictures. Mm. I'm gonna dope this just to be a bit of a wild card. There could be something here. I'm, I mean, I'm also yeah. gonna dope it. Um, so Nintendo bought uh, has announced it will purchase Dynamo Pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll also once they do it, they will rebrand them to Nintendo Pictures Co Limited. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. Yeah. And, uh, once fully part of Nintendo, Studio will focus on development of visual content user- utilizing Nintendo IP. It is worth remembering that um, these guys are the guys who were behind the series of short animated Pikmin films. That they, oh, cool. They did back in the day. Yeah. But even beyond that, they've helped on a bunch of things. Like I, I browsed their history on um like anime, I forget the name of the website, like anime, my anime list or something. And the two that stuck out to me was like, yeah, they trig- they contributed to some of the um, Evangelion modeling stuff in uni- in uh, 2.0. And um, they assisted on Dragon Ball Super Superhero, which is coming out in oh, the nice. West this August, but sorry, been in Japan for a month or so. So, you know, they've got, they've had their hands in some stuff. Uh, they also did um, some work on Persona 5, uh, Yuri, oh. like the anime, not the game, I think. Yeah, uh, Yuri on Ice uh, and Metroid Upper M. <laughs> Mm, okay. Game we haven't heard in a long time. Okay. <laughs> Apart from me mentioning it, like I'm sure other people haven't heard other remnants. So, so they're familiar with the Metroid franchise. They are. They are familiar with the Metroid franchise. So yes. Is this are, is this how you get, uh, like a a what's the best way of putting it? Like a a non-playable <laughs> version of uh, of Samus. Maybe. I mean, who knows? Let's see how Super, the Super Mario movie does first. Yeah. If that Super Mario movie does well, I would say anything could happen. Um, if I'm so well. <laughs> I'm so fucking curious about that movie. It's, I'm just I'm fascinated I'm saying, to see what like, what it's gonna be. When we inevitably see that first trailer, probably at the Game Awards later this year, I'm just gonna be just like, I'm gonna like when it plays, I'm gonna stop it. I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna pause the game awards and just go to the YouTube channel and watch it a couple more times and just like, like just try to try to figure it out. <laughs> just soak it in. Like I just yeah. Because I don't even know what that movie is gonna be. I, and like, I when I think about it, I'm like I have some ideas of what could happen, but I'm like I have no idea. Yeah, it could be what anything. that is gonna be like what how that's gonna work or what it's gonna be about or anything like. I guarantee you, though, it'll start with either the trailer or I've seen in the movie, it'll start with Charles Martinet voicing Mario, and then he goes, <coughs> and then Chris Pratt's voice comes through. He's like, oh, Maybe sorry, something got alter- stuck in my throat. Like, Alternatively, I could see a stinger at the end of a movie being Charles Martinet voicing Mario for something else, but we'll see. Yeah. 
he will be there anyway. Doesn't doesn't really matter where. But he's he going to be Charles there. Yeah. will be there. He's going to be around. Um, my eyes are just like we've got the cast and all that, but I choose to be hopeful and be like, man, it'd be cool if we could see some Nintendo cameos. But we'll see. Let's wait and see what that movie is first. Let's see how they establish it. If but they yeah, do, I'm just so if curious. They, if they go the r- the route of like the Lego movie with it, like so, yeah, yeah. that's when I'm like. It might not like be anywhere the, the near as good. The Smash Bros. esque like direction. Yeah, it, like, like Nintendo stuff existing in like it's like, yeah, like that. Or like leaning into the fact that it is a very, very, very nostalgia based property. Like yes, um, I can see that being fine, but I mean, it could just be a fun kids movie. But it could just be like yeah, like we're just by the was it the Minions and um yeah, which I mean I've heard I've heard pretty fun things about that new Minions movie, and I'm like. I, I saw the soup, Joel. I yeah, right. I saw the last trailer for it when I went and saw um Lightyear and I was like this movie kind of looks like fun. <laughs> it had fucking kaiju battles and shit in it. I was like, "All right. Okay, I'm I'm listening. Michelle Yeoh is in it." I'm like, "All right. I could get behind this." But anyway, so, you know, Illumination could do something fun with it. I think they're starting to hit their stride a little bit, but who knows? We'll see, but anyway, that that's an entire side story. Like I, w- I don't, I don't know if I expect that level of stuff from um, no. this. But I could see them maybe doing like maybe more short film sort of things, or even even I don't know more just CG ish trailers for stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I'm very curious to see what direction too. they go with this. But calling it Nintendo Pictures is definitely an interesting choice. And uh, I'm again much like the Mario movie. I'm just curious to see where they go with this. Maybe I'll just be doing cutscenes for games. Like, who knows? True. I mean, it'd be cool if they got, like, a Netflix deal for, like, like a Castlevania-esque no, Metroid we show. We don't know. We don't... Yeah. We don't put this yeah. out here because the yeah. guy who did Castlevania name-dropped Metroid as one and he would That's... do. And I would love it. And I think there are ways to do it well. Just but I just don't... All don't working it together. Yeah. It's not going to happen. I just choose to believe it's not going to happen. And then... If it does happen, I'll be surprised. All right, all right. I'll put uh, my I'll put my fishing rod away because you obviously haven't taken the bait, so that's fine. No, I haven't because like I'm back. Like we got Metroid Dread last year, but already the the silence is deafening, and I'm that's true. retreating back into my Metroid shell, being like, oh, one day. There yeah. are rumors about Metroid Prime later this year, but Nintendo doesn't want to say anything, so maybe it's not happening. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm just hiding. I'm trying to shield myself from the inevitable that's fair. Nintendo pain that I will be experiencing later this year. As I continue, what are we on? Five? Five years? My five plus year wait for literally anything from Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> anything. I know, right? It's five mm. years. Now that Bayonetta 3 is coming out, Nintendo yeah. has to talk about it eventually, right? They've only be... got Breath of the Wild 2 and Metroid Prime 4. Karen, 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 I'm casting my line again. Game Stop Awards. it. <laughs> Game Awards 2022. I thought for sure last year with Dread being in the running, I was like, this is it. This is the one. And when that didn't happen, I was like, I give up. I'm hurt. Nah, I'm done. <laughs> oh. Whenever they, they do that big, like, next January Direct and they blow open Breath of the Wild is when we'll see Prime 4, probably. Or, I don't know, who knows? There'll be a trailer on Metro Prime Remastered. Who knows? That, um, also that, whenever that be, comes. Yeah. It, well, it's meant to come this year, Joel, according to all the, the known insiders. Yeah, well, so, I, yeah. I'm sick of being burned by them. <laughs> I fucking want it to. I really do. Me too. If it does, yeah. it's all like it'll come out the same. If it comes out like the same day as God of War, I'll throw my God of War behind <laughs> the couch. <laughs> oh, I'm not. 
I'm not. I will, that, and I and I won't even hesitate to do that. <laughs> I'm not like I, mostly because like I could finish Metro Prime in like two sittings, and then I'll get to God of War immediately. But. That's yeah. See, for me, it's like that's gonna be like a that's gonna be a good couple of weeks at least. You know, I'm just saying to Nintendo, if you want if you want someone to do that, then drop Metro Prime on the same day, and I will buy both, and I'll throw God of War across the couch. And then let's play Metro Prime all day, finish it, and then start God of War the next day. <laughs> Balls in your court, Nintendo. I don't know what else to say. Anyway, that was a fun little side story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's get back to the actual dope or note, though. Okay. Uh, next up, I've got an interesting one about the future of Skate, which will be a free-to-play live service game. This is dope because it's very interesting. It's a dope for me as well because, I mean, it, first of all, I, it helps that I don't really have much stakes in how well Skate does. Yeah. But it has given birth to an interesting conversation that maybe this is the best way to do a game like this. I could definitely see that argument being like a good one to present. And I, yeah, I, I never played Skate much. I was more Tony Hawk than Skate. I never had an Xbox, so I didn't really get into the Skate franchise. Um, because it was predominantly Xbox, I think. Oh, I never played Skate, so you'd Neither have to did ask I. someone who did. Neither did I. But um, it was always like, um, praised for its like its control scheme, and it was always fascinating to to sort of look at from afar. But I never got into. I it. I looked it up, but it was it was on um it was on PS3 as well. Oh, and fun, right. and mobile. No, oh, fun way to tie in as well because this this new Skate, which is a, is just called Skate. Will Skate be on period. PC consoles yeah. and mobile as well. So, you know. Yeah. Coming to mobile. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't seem to because that's gonna have it's gonna have like like controller support at the gate, surely. Like yeah. you'd think. You would think. Um and because it's probably gonna be on Xbox it's it's gonna be on Xbox as well. It, it uh, maybe some sort of cloud based system as well because eventually it'll come to game pass because of the ea deal so um yeah i don't know i mean if it's gonna be free to play it'll be available anyway oh yeah oh, fucking idiot anyway um <laughs> God, I'm a dumb shit uh but yeah i think i think going free to play is an interesting choice but i think the the argument that it is maybe the right one i think is good because i mean you look at some of the success story it might and this could Definitely buy them in the ass as well. But like, you look it at the six... for Apex Legends. Work for Apex Legends. Of Titanfall. <laughs> that sucks. But uh, rest in I mean, peace, Titanfall. I mean, it was a sort of a different sort of beast. But like Fall Guys as well. Like you look at that being. At, not only is it now free to play completely for like, or free for all as the the first season um sort of states. Um, unless unless you're Joel McDonald. Don't don't. Why did I fucking bring this up? I don't know, man. Um, I, you, you could have gone to Fortnite. You could have gone to Destiny, but you chose Four Guys, and that's that's on you. But I mean, it was interesting because like Four Guys was a plus game as well at launch, yes, and then yeah. it built its player base from there and released on a couple more systems, and then went free to play, and then exploded again. Like it's like yeah, spent spent the full year like growing modes and maps and all that mm -hmm. season by season, and then coming out a year like like what maybe two years later wasn't it? Because it came out during the yeah, twenty twenty. So yeah, yeah, it's nearly two years. Um, but in that two years, they got enough content to when they went free to play across all platforms. There is so much stuff in that game, so many things, mm -hmm. so many yep. modes, so many like mini games and playlists they can make for you and skins that you can spend your money on and stuff. So yeah, oh yeah, it can be done well if it's done right. 
it's just it'll i guess the conversation will always come down to how will ea do it again a lot of people like apex legends so and i think ea i do say here that the money spending it will be mostly about cosmetics and convenience like apex legends okay cosmetics yes convenience is obviously like okay yeah, I don't know. I, look, That's probably going to be like skips and stuff, right? That's like EA. EA loves those skips. I remember when it used to get by the Battlefield games and be like, oh, just buy this like pack here that just skips you to like the best weapons of a multiplayer. I'm like, why are you? Why would I do that? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I mean, but again, like like most free-to-play games that I have some sort of interest in in the genre or type of game or whatever, I'm like, oh, fuck it, I'll have a look at this. It's free-to-play. Why wouldn't I? Like, it's, you know... And I think that's that's the how they base going free to play, um, like the choice to go free to play, is just like there's going to be a lot of people like me that are just like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll, you know, why not? Yeah. Why wouldn't I have a look at it? It's like I like skateboarding games. I played that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One Two remaster. I'm still mad that fucking Activision fucked over the three and four. We didn't talk about that in the show, and I'm don't fucking worry, furious about worry. it. Tony Hawk's out there doing that um, NFT skate park thing. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Sorry to be the person to break that to you, but um, fuck. yeah. Fuck. But anyway. But yeah, that's the type of person that'd be like, oh, well, hey, it's another skateboarding game. Yeah, cool. Why wouldn't I check yeah. this out? So this, this all came out of like an 18-minute video they put up about, yeah, skate. And they, they mentioned um, the plan, really, the reasoning for behind doing it as a free-to-play sort of live service game is so they can listen to players over the course of time, put features they want into it. Uh, they plan to keep updating it for years to come, but I guess we'll see if that happens. And they want to give players things they can come back for and just discover new things. Uh, so, like, you know, they're ticking a lot of those usual boxes, but I guess it's all going to come down to the execution and how this team goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I kind of think it's the right call, honestly. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely curious to, to check it out. Um, whenever it comes out, and and their marketing, yeah, it's in, it's in been like doing pre 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 alpha, like and I the love that, that, that is like so early, <laughs> and yeah, I love that their their marketing is all based around that. But it's like, look, guys, like we know it's early, but we're giving you this, it. and like, they just yeah, and but they're sort of leaning into it in like a kind of a humorous way as well, which I it's like yeah, it's great. It's character development, right? Because we all remember that really bad E3 where EA's thing was entirely people at desks. I'm like, I'm begging you, mm-hmm. show me even the earliest anything. I don't yep. want to see, see a person talking. Um, so I do appreciate Skate being willing to be like, look, we're pre, pre, pre alpha. This is what it looks like. I'm like, cool. I can see where you're at. And it's not just people talking. It's not, yeah, It's just exactly. nice to see, you yeah. know, the work. Um I sound like a teacher. Like, yeah, I want to see you working out. Please. <laughs> show, show me, me your, how you got. Show me how work. you got from here yeah. to here. You're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, I didn't think we'd get so much out of skate. So we'll see what what hey. future brings for that. Yeah. In a world without a new Tony Hawk game, <laughs> fuck. Apart from the NFT one, I should probably look. I, I, I'm sure I saw someone mention it. So I'm just gonna do a quick Google. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, I would hate to be like slandering the good man. Tony Hawk's had a good run. Yeah, like, there we go. Two days ago, Tony Hawk was entering the world of NFTs with the biggest skate park in the metaverse. Oh. I refuse to click on that. I'm now closing that Google tab and moving on with my life. Oh. God damn it. So the last thing I've got, Joel, on a dope or nope docket isn't... Look, 
it doesn't even really apply to us technically because it's mostly US based, but I just wanted to use it to shout out my current goatee. And that is the uh, US MB- NPD thread that um, Matt Piscatella dropped on Twitter just the other day, which just talks about, you know, video game spending and all that. Um, and it's dope for me. I mean, yeah, I, I'll give you this for sure. <laughs> Elden, it's very Elden interesting Ring. as well, but yeah. Elden, Elden Ring, Ring being the best-selling game of the last 12 months. Yep. Like, I mean, really. What? what? Are you surprised, though? So this is a discussion that's kept coming up. And it's there are some people who are like, well, I knew that Elden Ring was going to be a success. And like, look, I did too. Like, From Software has been building and building and building. Mm-hmm. Like, so much so that their last game was published by Activision. That's huge. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. Is, if anyone's going to get your name out there, it's Activision, for better or worse. But even then, I didn't expect it to blow up this much and to see people and hear from people who I know who have not played any of these games. If they're like, oh, yeah, I picked up Elden Ring. I'm like, I mean, cool. That's really cool. I didn't expect it. I don't know. Like, and I say to someone who loves From Software and knew that Elden Ring would do well, I just didn't think it would do this well. And I wonder if it's like the combination of, you know, years and years of people in, you know, who play games talking and praising and loving From Software mm-hmm. combined with, I'm sure, the name drop of George R. R. Martin being involved with just oh. like some of the, the, the lightest like sprinkles and touches on the lore and the characters and all that. Absolutely. But like, uh, wow. It's, I mean, it was, it's a testament to the hype cycle, right? Like really, because that's where this came from. It became like the joke of like, where's Elden Ring? Oh, yeah, oh, maybe George R. R. Martin will finish Elden Ring before he finishes his book franchise. Like it became this sort of like meme. And then when it came like time to see it in action, everyone was like, actually, this is pretty fucking cool. It was pretty fucking um, good. And then the game comes out and it's like, actually, this game rocks. Like this game actually owns. And oh, what about all those people that have tried playing a From Software game before but didn't really gel with them? This might be the one. And I think for a lot of people, it was. Like, um, if this isn't if this game doesn't get you into playing from software, like Souls games, Soulsborne games, none of them are. Like that's 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 it. I don't think. I think this is this is the one that is the most accessible. Um, and I think that has a big part to play in. Like, absolutely. The the diehard fan base we're always going to get it day one. The people who are interested and have been following it for a while we're going to get it day one. And then word of mouth travels down by people just being like, "This game kicks ass. You can have, do so many different things in this game." And it reminds me of like. Playing Breath of this is a fucking like I know I know what you mean and I agree but like I do think it's the closest comparison really it is yeah like playing Breath of the Wild in those first few weeks and and like trying to like discovering new things that you could do or oh have you been to this part of the map no oh my have you heard about Eventide Island no what's that all about and then yeah similar thing with this where it's just like which has always been what sort of Soulsborne games are about, but like I think this one does it in a much more friendlier way. In, instead of having to read through like item descriptions constantly to get most of the lore, this one sort of does give you a fair bit but, of it. But that's what I really love about Elden Ring. It 
it does a lot of that, but it mm-hmm. still has Absolutely. very good item descriptions. It has some very secret bosses that you can just completely miss. Like I know I miss one of them. One of them yep. towards the end, you miss the big, the big like King Ghidorah dragon fight, which was and I, I fucking watched a video of it and so I was cool. like, I watched a video. I'm like, I'm fucking mad. I missed this. It's really. It was one of a. It was probably one of the fights that held me up the longest. But God, it was cool. Yeah, it looked really fucking like, awesome. For me, Elden Ring is a is a success just because they nail. They finally got to nail their gimmick fights because they had the, mm-hmm. the one. They love having every fight with their Storm Roller esque weapon. Mm-hmm. They got that right this game. It was great. And yeah, their big like ridiculous showy epic fight with that big dragon. They nailed that too. And then of again, just wow. It's gonna be. The end of the year, man, is gonna be tough. It's gonna be. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to speak down about any of the games coming out or that have come out. But I think a lot of the discussion will be Elden Ring versus Ragnarok, and I, I'm sweating about it. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a. Uh, oh, it's gonna be tough. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's it, yeah. It's I, I I I personally am not surprised with how successful this game has been financially because I think yeah. Once it hit, like I said, once it hit and all of the people who were always going to play it were playing it and then talking about it to their friends or if they're, you know, they have a show where they're talking about it constantly, people might listen to that and go, oh, actually, maybe I will give this one a crack. And then they get into it. And then, like, I've heard stories of, like, you know, um, people's partners just watching on play on the couch and being like, actually, I'm going to have a crack at this. Never having yeah. played like a Soulsborne game before and then falling in love with it. It's it's neat. It's really cool. Yeah, just um shout out to to, to fucking From Software. You guys are killing it. Mm-hmm. And they I've really always are. known it, but it's cool, it's cool to to be there with everyone and be like, no, everyone agrees. Everyone's yeah. on the same page. Everyone loves From yeah. Software, man. Everyone gets it now, yeah. And I what I also loved and um I did it, but it's not surprising when I did it because I'm just like, of course I'm going to go back and do it. But uh, I have seen a lot of people that finished Elden Ring and then started to go back into the back catalogue and play some of those other From Software games. And I'm like, cool. Like, you may not like them as much, but I'm super psyched you're giving them a shot because... The only one I'm that... I'm missing that I haven't played from the... I mean, I guess from the Soulsborne stuff is is Dark Souls. Like, the first Dark Souls game I haven't played. So Anytime, you know, anytime I play Soul I played, I started replaying it after oh, I finished Elden Ring, oh, and got past Ornstein and Smile, and I loved it. I played, I, I played like, the OG Demon Souls. I played a little bit of that, but I haven't played the so remake. On a, it's so. on the Plus Pass. <laughs> oh, that's the one I have to upgrade for, though, isn't it? It's the second tier, yeah. Yeah. Not, not, nah, the, not the top tier. It's not the classics one. The, no, it's... Too much for what you get. It's the second tier where you get the, the Game Pass esque level of games. I know. I'm still like toying which includes with Demon Souls should... and Returnal. I know. Okay. <laughs> Both of those games, one hundred and twenty dollar games in Australia. They are, and I would, and they're also two games that I really want to play, and also apparently are really good showcases of the PS5. But they yeah. are Demon. I actually, I almost, that reminds me. I need to get Demon Souls re-download it to try it on my fucking OLED. Oh yeah, you should. 100%. I haven't, I haven't like tried a PS5 game that really pushed it since I've gotten it. Like playing through God yeah. of War has been nice and seeing like playing with those HDR sliders and all that, but it is ultimately still a PS4 game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd really like to, yeah, I'll have to get around to that at some point. At some point. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just slot it in somewhere. 
But um, that's going to do it for Dope or Nope. And like I said before, I'm just going to I'm gonna take us across to a quick little bonus round for this next bit. So uh, yeah, here comes Oof. the bonus round. Bonus round. So uh, our bonus round discussion is the return of Eve 3. Hmm. Eve 3 2023 is officially, at this stage, obviously, at this stage, touch on wood, happening? I'm pretty sure the last two years, happening. it was like, we'll be back next year. It's yeah, coming. This one, and this one feels for real, though. This one feels, this one feels a bit different. Here's back a bit in harder. the LA Convention Center, and the re- only reason it feels more for real is because they've done the thing that I think everyone's been like, you're going to do it eventually. So just do it. Uh-huh. Is teaming up with uh, the um, ESA, teaming up with Reed Pop. Yes. Uh, which, of course, is the event production company behind PAX, New York Comic Con, Star Wars Celebration, among many others. Now, some big, like, they're, they're big event. Like, PAX is huge. Star Wars Celebrations and... is massive. Like, it's mm. a big. I actually didn't know that Reed Pop was behind that. That's actually really fucking this cool. This is how I found out about that as well. That's really neat. That. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, that's, that's the, the, the main discussion, right? Like Repop is propping up for next E3, uh, a little bit of, uh, home, home pride for us Australians with, uh, Guy Yug Blomberg yes. taking over as E3 business development director. That's exciting. That's I fucking... still remember him listening to him on his old Aussie gamer podcast with um, yep. him and Matt and Yahtzee sometimes. Yep. Yep. Good on him. Way to right, go. Right, uh, <laughs> Only uh, starting up Manabar as well, and yeah, Manabar, yeah. yeah, wow. It's like, mm. no, Yug, you don't know me, but I know you. Yep. I've seen you at many, many, many events, and you're yep. like, fucking rad, hundred um, percent. So good on him. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Like obviously, and you know, obviously, minutes later. Don't worry, Summer Game Fest was right back in oh, there, yeah, saying yeah. they'd be doing their same thing next year. Keely didn't waste just, any fucking time. Yeah, I'm curious, like. We talked. I think we talked. We, we we talked a bit about how we felt about Summer Game Fest, and I have had this weird yearning for E three to come back. Obviously, fully acknowledging as well that the ESA are useless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is 100%. where I think the read pop stuff helps, but it also brings back my another concern. Like the reason the E three was sort of falling apart was. The the general public really, and mm-hmm. I wonder if Repop is going to keep pushing that. They the only thing I hope they might not is because they have packs. But um, I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Like that was a part that was always sort of rough because the more you let in the general public, the less the media can do, and then the less with with like you know the game developers are like, well, I guess if it's the general public, I'll just bring like my big stuff. I won't have any like cool weird games or like experimental stuff that they might have shown up in the past. I used to read about yeah. magazines and all that. And also, too, it ruins, I don't know, it ruins the, you know, when we were, you know, growing up and, f- like, first sort of, like, becoming more, even more aware of the industry and things like that and, and, and paying more attention to that sort of stuff. E3 was, like, the thing was, like, oh, man, imagine if we got an E3 one day. And then they were, like, well, you can now. And it's, like, you can. I don't want oh. to now. Like, <laughs> I don't want to. That, that's well, Obviously, it's off the table for us because flying and staying in of LA course. is bad enough. And then yeah. buying... The, the ticket on the badges? My God. It's, yeah. Um, and it's again, nuts. we don't need to because we got packs. Exactly. Um, I'm half hoping that maybe 
read will be aware of that or knowledgeable and maybe but again i still feel like there will be general public in there i just hope they do it maybe gamescom style where there's like at least a a couple of days where the media sort of go get priority yeah they have like one day it's like limited tickets and that's even more exciting because then that sort of keeps that like exclusivity about it where it's like Mm. okay there's only the sunday that we can get tickets for and it's going to be this many tickets and if we don't get one that's it it's done you have to try yeah. try again next year I'm, i i would i don't know if i want to go so far to say i'm feeling optimistic mm. but i mean i i believe e3 will be back next year at least this time i remember when instead of this year everyone's like yeah okay all right we'll see about that yeah exactly like it's, it's a step in the right direction and i think yeah the having that that read pop announcement on top of it as well i think is definitely makes it seem a little bit more plausible (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah i don't know it's 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 exciting and i I, like i'm okay with the summer game mess stuff like it's fine um see i don't mind it but yeah like i think i mean this year was better than last year last year was a freaking nightmare but at least this year they kept it within the same month but what i Again, I know the ESA suck, and E3 as itself was a dying, ancient relic, but I just loved that E3 was able to be like, all right, all you jackass publishers, this weekend, talk about things this weekend, unless you're too cool like Sony, who started being too cool a few years back, so they did their own thing anyway. But But even, like, Nintendo would be like, yeah, we'll do do an E3 Direct, why not? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And EA is like, oh, we'll do as the day before. We'll do the day but, before. Um, we saw this year, like, no E3. Nintendo's just like, uh, we'll do a Xenoblade showcase, a partner mini, and we'll drop a Bayonetta trailer. And we'll fucking just, we'll just be like, ah, it's coming in October. <laughs> what? <laughs> fucking like, what? That yeah. that content alone is a direct. But they're just like, eh. It's like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Man, like, have a is. fucking, <laughs> have a partner direct. There you go. Yeah, just fucking designers in it. Don't worry about it. You wanted to, you were screaming about it for years. Yeah, it's all good. No problem. We kind of assumed that because of the Xbox. Nah, shut up. Just leave us alone. Sony ones. No, no, it's fine. Like you'd be surprised. (laughs) Just leave us alone. We'll give you the automator as well. I don't know how well it'll run, but it's gonna be there, right? (laughs) Oh, what's that? Oh, we're gonna delist uh, the the Switch OLED trailer on uh, on YouTube. Oh, what's coming? the Splatoon now, 3 one. They are nice Joy-Cons. They are very nice Joy-Cons. They are very nice Joy-Cons, but I did very love everyone being like, oh, the last time they did this, they announced the O... Was it the OLED or the light? I think it was the, no, yeah, it was OLED. It was the OLED. I think it was for both of them, actually. I think they did it for the they, light as yeah. well. And I was, everyone's just like, oh, is it finally happening? I'm like, no. No. It's guys, not. It's not. It's, it's really not. I know they'll, they'll probably announce something, but it's not going to be a pro, guys. I know... No. And believe me, I, I want it. Mm-hmm. I really I want a new Switch. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. I feel like oh, the Switch is nearly gone as far as it can, but it's not. They said like, what, last year or something? They're like, yeah, we're like halfway through the life cycle. I'm like, cool. Mm. Awesome. Hey, hey, who this, knows? These consoles will be screaming in like a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe E3 next year. Maybe. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm Nintendo smart, you know, like look at, I mean, even if they are selling when they get them, like the chip shortages are wreaking havoc on PlayStation and Xbox still. Mm -hmm. So having a console on shelves 
must be nice for them. It isn't like whenever I, I at my work, I'm like, oh, what consoles do we have at the back? Oh, yeah, Switches. <laughs> yep. Yep. Lots of Switches. Yep. What are we selling still a lot of? Switches. Like, yeah. <laughs> switches. Switch. Had, had Kirby, they've got a new Pokemon coming up. Like, Switches. <laughs> Fucking, why wouldn't you? Uh, it's, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, that was a different discussion. But yeah, I, just, I really did appreciate that E3 could bring the industry together. As much as I also appreciate that it must have been good for the developers and stuff for some of the game fest to, to, you know, have time and not maybe not kill themselves to make a demo that we'll watch for five minutes and then forget about, you know? Yeah, of course. So there are evils that come from the way that E3 does things as well, I'm sure. But I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm hopeful that maybe, I don't know. I don't know how much Reebok will steer it in the right direction, but hopefully they steer it in a different direction to the way that ESA was going. Yeah, you would think, you would hope that it's more of like a behind the scenes thing where they're just like, all right, we're going to help you with the back end stuff of like, you know, not doxing like thousands of games. That would be nice. Like, they could not dox their their attendees. That'd be sweet. Yeah, like fucking, that's a good start. That's a step in the right direction already. But like, you know, that kind of thing where it's like, we're going to help you with like the, the management of how, a convention, whether it be for the public or not, um, can run smoothly. So, mm. and I think that's greatly needed from all to pull reports. This got a couple of these god awful quotes from um, the announcement. <laughs> Jesus, uh, they were hyped to reveal that next year's event will see the, uh, a week of Titanic triple A reveals, earth shaking world premieres. An exclusive access to the future of video games. Uh, fucking, they've 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 um poached uh Keeley's copywriter yeah. like hundred percent. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. World premieres is Keeley's. He that's his thing. E three. You have to think of a different thing for that. Just, you can already see like the fucking what is it? The the graphic teaser that they do with like it, the word like earth shattering like coming through and it's like. Lots of neon and yeah, geometric yeah, shapes flying around. Like that's, yeah, it's already the, like I can see it vividly in my mind. Another another one. I've got a quote from um Stanley Pierre Lewis, the president and CEO of ESA, where he said, "We are thrilled to bring back E3 as an in-person event with Reed Pop, a global leader in producing pop culture events. The past three years have confirmed that E3 convenes our industry like no other event." <laughs> Wow. Like, okay, that's, that's definitely just like you're having a little dig at Summer Game Fest that basically that's... being like, what do you mean you run over like however many months you need to? We do it in a weekend. Yeah. Who cares if it's not great for the people who make the games? It's got it's got some real like uh oh, we don't care if people working from home energy to it. Like where it's like, we know people will be back in it in, in the office soon soon enough. Like that's it has like a weird energy like that to it. I don't know how I one, feel about. One thing I do know is I'm, I am already sick of like the slaps and the back and forth from like e, the ESA and E3 plus and with, you know, Jeff Keighley and the Summer Game Fest. Already sick of it. Yeah. Already over it. We could, yeah. we could quit that now, guys. That'd be really Fine. good. Yep. Yep. There is plenty of space for both of you to, to exist. It's fine. Jeff Keighley already sort of had it locked down with um bloody uh, Gamescom anyway. So. Well, that's it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, but um, it yeah. Anything else to say about E three or? I don't know. I'm excited to see what what this could mean. It yeah. Um, and, and, and how it's gonna play so out. Many but... Question marks. 
Of course, yeah. But it's, again, a step in the right direction, I feel. Hopefully, Reed Pop can help him out and maybe straighten him out a bit. Again, like for me, it almost, as long as the ESA is very hands off, because I feel like they're, they were killing E3 anyway. So let's, let's, mm-hmm. yeah, let's see what happens going forward. But Joel, we are under 100 days away from PAX. Speaking Woo-hoo! of Reed Pop, we're on the home stretch. The welcome home stretch. Oh, welcome home. I get it. Because it's the tagless. The badge mail out, the free badge mail out is ending or has ended. So I think, I think as we record it, I think it's tonight. I think. Yeah. So. Feels real now. But that's, that's around the corner. Very excited. Just, just catch up with so many people. Yes. Oh my God. We have so many people to catch up with. Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) So many people. Um, so many things to do. Yeah. So many things to do. Probably more than we can fit into that weekend, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. Yeah, almost uh, definitely. But I I think that's an episode, Joel. I think so. I think so. Well, I'm just going to take the reins and then yeah. I'm not even going to let us, you. Take us out of here, Joel, with one of your brilliant outros. Hey, everyone, strap in. All right. Thanks very much <laughs> for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We very much appreciate your patronage here. Um if you like what we do and you want to follow us on any social medias, you can find us pretty much across the board at Dialogue Options. Um, hit us up with any suggestions, comments, questions, queries, anything like that you wanted to uh, throw our way. That's probably the best place to do it. Mainly Twitter. I'm not gonna lie, but it's probably that's where we that's where we both hang out. I I view like most social medias are just like hellscapes, and Twitter is no better. Oh God, yeah. But at least I don't know. I just I. I am wired to, I get Twitter a bit more like Facebook is just like depressing and Instagram is mostly photos. So I don't really go there that often. Yep. Apart from when I like reshare stuff on my stories. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, uh, here's up a dialogue options. You can also, you know, if you want to email us, you can add contact at dialogue options.com. No way. Yep. Got it. Um, (laughs) yeah. So (laughs) yeah, here's up there as well. Um, if you've got any, like I said, questions, comments, games for us to play, yelling abuse at us, it's fine. Well, I mean, uh, we're big boys. Abuse. We're big boys. It's fine. Are we big boys? We're big okay, boys. I I'll put my big boy boys. pants on and I'll be like, you're a person that, that I don't know. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. That seems about how most of the internet works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Time uh, to, I don't know you as a, in real life. Time to harass you. Ex- yeah, pretty much. Cool. Yeah. Cool and um, normal. If you want to do the good kind of harassing and you want to leave us uh, a review, <laughs> some five stars or anything like that, um, uh, yeah, it's just hit us good up. good kind of harassing. All right. <laughs> Look, hey, I was trying to segue us out of there and I, I did the best I could. Um, yeah, please leave us reviews, comments, stars, all that kind of stuff. Um, or just tell a friend if, that you think might like our show. Throw us around. Yep, please. We love it. Again, we're big boys with our big boy pants on. Wow, well, in this scenario, we're lightweights. Just throw us all over the place. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, but we're, t- we're we're big boys in the sense that we're tough. Anyway, um, <laughs> Jesus, where am great, I going? Great outro. This? Great outro. If you would like to follow us individually at our individual accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where um, uh, just a lot's been going on, but. My favorite thing that still brings a smile to my face is that I bought a Hellfire Club t-shirt. If you've watched Stranger Things, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, there's a picture of me wearing it. I'm very happy about it. 
Uh, I basically wore it all weekend. It's really comfy and I love it. Um, and yeah, I also started reading Paper Girls, getting excited for that TV show. Uh, and the first issue I read, very good. Very good stuff. Nice. Where where can they find you, Kyron? Uh, so you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX. Uh, and most recently, my tweets have been pretty predictable. Uh, before the show went live, I did retweet once again because I've watched it several times now. That fan-dangled new trailer for The Rings of Power coming September to Amazon Prime. I genuinely so hot. Please don't hurt me, Mr. Bezos. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. This one will, if it's bad, it'll sting. I'll be honest. This one will hurt. Uh, but apart from that, I also tweeted out a video from one of my recent um, Destiny 2 sessions with um, Iron Banner. And just like the sheer satisfaction of just... So some backstory, I guess, is involved with this one. Iron Banner... For those that you don't know, who are like, what the fuck is Destiny? What is this idiot talking about? <laughs> Iron Banner is a competitive PvP mode. And it's sort of, it's built as like the like the, the real stuff, right? And it used to be a whole different ball game. Now it's a lot simpler, like power levels have gone from it and all that. Um, now it's been converted into a game called Rift, which is sort of just like grab a spark, a, a ball and dunk it in the enemy goal, get a point. And oh, yeah. I just had this very satisfying play where the enemy has the spark and they're sprinting past and I'm and I'm sprinting at them. I take out one of their friends first and I jump up and do my like charging melee hit and just like incinerate them and they die instantly. I'm like, fuck that yes. Really good. That was really fun. Fuck yes. And it's just one of it's, uh, it's little moments like that that make me go, man, yeah, I do like PvP games. It's just got to be the right PvP game. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That's really about all I've been tweeting about. Mostly just the same stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, if you want that good same stuff, please. You can you can find me there. I've been talking about looking at those cool space photos. You know? They're very cool space photos. Yeah, they're very cool. We Shop Wednesday went past again. Uh, oh, I fucking love We Shop Wednesday. Um, <laughs> it makes me happy. It's Oh, God, it's so every funny. Time. It's, every it's time. so funny. And every time I watch it, I'm always like, I really need to watch Nirvana, the band, the show. And I never do. And I, it, it makes me sad and happy in the same breath. But, um, but uh, yes. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, and until next time, have a good one. Options podcast.